You're listening to 88.9 FM, KUCI Irvine. The opinions expressed on this program do not reflect the views of KUCI or the University of California, Irvine. Hello, everyone. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Katrina, and this is All Flings Considered, a show about sex, dating, and uh, awkward Tinder dates. Um, so today we are talking about something called the spark. And um, I guess if you're not really familiar with what that is, um, I think I would best describe it as like, when people like when you meet somebody for the first time and like you have like a lot of chemistry with them like your conversation flows really easily or just like I don't know you feel like butterflies like right off the bat with like this person um so that's kind of like what the spark is and today we are going to be talking about whether or not the spark actually exists and also if it's like significant as well um, so today my guest is um, somebody that I actually matched with on Tinder. So <laughs> thanks for joining me today and agreeing to be my guest. But um, he's here and he can introduce himself. Hey Katrina, my name is uh, Javier. I'm a third year uh, transfer student here at UCI. Um, I study political science and as you mentioned previously, we matched on Tinder. Uh, so I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I agree. I've never um, actually wait. I did interview. Oh, no, he wasn't a Tinder match. Never mind. You're my first Tinder match that I'm interviewing today. But yeah, so thanks again for joining us. Um, you're also going to have your own show on KUCI, right? Yes. Right now I'm involved with the KUCI news team. Um, I'm also in training. So hopefully next quarter I, I will have either a PA show or a music show. I'm still trying to decide on that. Yeah, you should get both, maybe, if you if it works out, you know. I would love to, <laughs> yeah. But so anyways, I'm going to start this off with um, kind of a scenario or like somebody, they sent me this predicament that they were in and um, they heard that this episode today was about the spark. So they sent me this message. So me and you, we are going to listen in on this okay. and decide what we think about this so okay. this person says i think the spark is real granted i haven't had that kind of feeling in a while the last time i felt that was at a party yeah it seems superficial meeting someone at a party but i honestly felt like when i was talking to him there was such high intensity and energy between us that vibe that energy i consider it a spark but alas that was only for that night I tried to ask him to hang out a few days after that party, but he said, sure. And I said, okay, when? And that was the end of that. And he started to ghost me and I'm low key sad now. Um, fast forward to now, I've gone on a few Tinder dates just to get my mind over someone who could have been something more than just a fling, but it has been boring. I've met a few guys, but there is no real spark. It's just awkward. And it wasn't the same intensity as the boy I met at the party. So that's what this person says with their experience with the spark. And I feel like her um, situation is very, um, 
I don't know. I feel like it's very common. Like, yes, I feel like when I most agree. people talk about the spark, they're kind of talking about these, like, chance encounters with people. In the that, heat of the moment. Yeah, like yeah. these heat of the moment encounters and how it felt, like, very magical in the moment. And, like, sometimes it doesn't, like, always pan out. So I feel like, I don't know, what do you think about her story? Hmm. I think a good analogy to look at it is... um kind of to decipher the ingredients that go into making a fire. So there has to be obviously the first spark, but there must also be oxygen and fuel. So if you have one of those ingredients, but you're missing the other two, then, you know, of course you're going to have the spark, but that's mm. not going to, the fire is going to die out pretty quickly, you know? Yeah. So I think in order for that spark to continue and to actually grow into um, a sustainable flame, then uh, it needs oxygen and it needs, well, metaphorical oxygen, you know? Um, but yeah yeah I think that's a good point like I feel like when I hear people talking about the spark they're only talking about like you know like when you meet someone for the first time and like maybe you have a like, good energy right off the bat but I feel like that's why to me I don't really believe in the spark as this really important thing to have with someone right away is because like yeah you can have good um, energy and like chemistry with someone right away but like if you're just meeting them for the first time, like you don't know how that's gonna pan out after. And right. like obviously, um, like in this person's story, um, after the party, they just like never talked or they never hung out. So, mm. I mean, it's kind of like, how was the spark real in that situation? I don't know. Yeah, and I guess that's what sucks about it is that people people can easily deceive other people. You know, so just just in that heat of the moment, you could recreate the spark. But then afterwards, you know, as you were saying, it could just dissipate and just be something that was, you know, right there and then. But that wasn't prolonged. Yeah, that's really true. And I feel like another thing that stands out to me about um, this message was that they were saying um, they've tried going on like more dates, but they haven't felt the same kind of spark with other people. And. I mean, I feel like that's also another common thing is that people think that like when people think of the spark, they think it's like, oh, you can only have it for like these very certain special people. But what if it's not like the other people that this person is meeting? What if it's just the fact that maybe they're not in the right or maybe they're just still not they're still thinking about like this other person right. that they really thought they would have like a good connection with stuff like that. You and they know? set like an um, impossible standard to reach. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's also interesting how um, in the message they said that like there wasn't a lot of communication after the party, but just during the party, they felt like this high energy stuff like that. But it's kind of like afterwards, if you're still very like like you're thinking about this person a lot are you thinking about them because like you know this person or you think you had like a good idea of this person so that's why they are staying in your head you know what i mean right right and you know just just the fact that you cling to that perfect image of someone and what someone is supposed to be it just kind of it's detrimental because ultimately as you said, it, it could blind you from creating that spark with other people. I agree. I yeah. agree. So I think my advice to um, my friend here would be to 
take yourself out of this situation for now and um, kind of just stop thinking of this other person as like, oh, they were so special and like you felt this very, this like spark with them. And I'm sure like they had like really good chemistry, but at the end of the day, there's a lot more people out there yeah. and I'm sure they can find something similar with a lot of other people too. Yeah, I entirely agree. You shouldn't section yourself off. You should go out there and meet other people. Um, try to recreate that spark or maybe create a new spark. I agree. So um, do you, I don't know your romantic history, but have you ever felt the spark? Yes. You, d you have? Yeah, w without a doubt, I feel like I have. But then again, I feel like eventually I faced many of the same problems your friend did. Um, but not not in the immediate aftermath, but more, you know, the intensity just dissipated with time. So eventually, like the spark kind of it created a fire, of course. But, you know, with time, it just kind of dimmed and it got less and less intense. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, yes, I have experienced it. But as you said previously, I don't think it's it's something that's so important to someone's relationship that it's crucial. Um, I feel like it's better to sometimes develop something beforehand before creating that spark you know uh, yeah. kind of gathering some kindling per se you know yeah i i agree um i was wondering have you ever um like have you ever had those types of relationships where like there wasn't those immediate sparks in the beginning um but then like it just kind of developed and like you realize like oh this person is actually like really cool even without like those immediate sparks yes um i've experienced both and i would say that the one that develops over time is a little bit more stable um because the other one kind of falls into infatuation mm -hmm. you know and infatuation isn't always the most healthy thing because you just have this perfect image of um the person in mind without really like knowing all their background without really knowing all their imperfections and kind of getting used to it as you would as opposed to um if you were to develop that relationship a little bit more and have those feelings grow for each other yeah i i agree i think that um when most people um talk about these things like oh like i really felt a spark in the beginning um they are just saying that about these really like initial stages or not you just like the first time they met someone and they feel like the spark and they think that it's gonna make the rest of like whatever happens next like really magical and important um but i feel like a lot of the times when people like talk about other people that way they're kind of missing um they're kind of missing the fact that like you're supposed to get to know people in like all these other like deeper ways right. before you can say like oh i feel like they're the one or something like that right. you know what i mean right and kind of going off on a tangent um whenever i hear about um the spark i always think back to f my freshman year when we read um romeo and juliet mm. and how they <laughs> met at a ballad or whatever they yeah, met like yeah. at a ball <laughs> and it was love at first sight and within a matter of a week <laughs> they both turned out dead right yeah. so um <laughs> i always think that's like a cautionary tale um something to keep in the back of everyone's mind um but I don't want that to discourage anyone out there. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that um, the spark, like maybe it's important to some people, but there's definitely more important things to get out, 
to get out of a relationship and also like just be careful like don't get too caught up in whatever your idea of this person is um so I know you were saying that in your relationships you felt that the ones where um the ones where there wasn't that immediate spark in the beginning the ones that just like um your fondness for them I guess like um developed over time those are better so would you say that like it's significant to feel a spark in the beginning of your relationships and like well yeah i'll just leave that question for now. i feel like when it comes to when it comes to the spark there's different intensities of that spark so sometimes you know you're just head over heels when you just see someone and you're just so infatuated with how they look or how they present themselves but other times you 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 hear them speak you hear them act or you see them act and then that kind of serves as its own spark in a way mm -hmm. but more of a spark that you see that that person has potential for future development per se yeah um instead of that immediate um infatuation of a rush so yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like for me i don't think i've ever like I feel like when people say like they have felt like the spark, I feel like I've never felt the spark for anybody. Is that weird? I wouldn't say it's weird necessarily because as I, I don't know, ultimately, I feel like it comes down to a matter of um, personal taste and also how someone sees their emotions and relation to other people. Mm -hmm. um, so... I don't know. If anything, I feel like many people are brainwashed by the media <laughs> and everything, you know, to believing that there is such a thing as a definite, you know, love at first sight. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like many of our greatest love stories are so indoctrinating mm -hmm. into um, into the fact that we should believe that when in fact, many times it doesn't it just simply doesn't happen. Yeah, I I totally get what you mean that like the media is like very influential over how people are seeing these things like the spark and like love at first sight um i would say in like um one of my past relationships like this guy like we had been dating for like over a month already and he was like oh like i don't think i feel the spark with you and i was like oh like what do you mean like what are you talking about and he was like oh, it doesn't feel like how it is, like, in the movies and TV shows. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, oh, wow. like, okay, like, I don't know. I don't know how you know how they feel in those movies and TV right. shows, but that's, I feel like that speaks to, like, what you were saying. Like, um, people yeah. kind of take a lot of um, influence from what they're watching, which is kind of strange because, like, those are fake and scripted things yeah. so. <laughs> especially nowadays i feel like um just the very definition of romance and love has changed in one way or another and people long they long for that past you know that past um infatuation i guess that past love at first sight that past romantic structure mm -hmm. that was prevalent back in the day but now that you know uh, social media tinder um all these um all these different influences have just completely changed the game a lot of people are nostalgic to go back to you know those old romantic eras yeah i agree and i feel like that's what is shown a lot in these like in the media is like these really i don't know how to describe it like it's always like there's meet cutes like you know what i'm talking about yeah. like oh they met in like 
like the example that um, this guy had given me was like, oh, it should be like Jim and Pam on the I office. I was just about to say. <laughs> I was just about really? to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Jim and Pam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, I've never really seen the office, but I just know about what they're like from social media, like memes and stuff. But like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, like they look cute, but like. Is that even going to be a real relationship in real life? You know what I mean? Right. And I I think this goes back to having that perfect standard in mind and Mm -hmm. comparing what you have to that standard and invariably just being disappointed by the fact that what you have doesn't meet your standards, but is great in its own way. Yeah, that's so true. And like that goes back to um, kind of what our situation in the beginning of the episode was how this person was like continuing to meet new people but they weren't living up to this like created standard that they had set based off this person that they barely even knew yeah right and so i feel like it gets even more problematic when you are trying to um when you're trying to feel the same things in real life as people are feeling in like movies and TV shows because it's like, well, you don't even know how they're actually feeling. It just looks really cute because movie filters and stuff like that. Yeah, it definitely does not capture all the nuances of, you know, love, of what love really is, of what life really is. Yeah. Uh, You get like, what, two hours max? As opposed to in real life, you know, love is an ever-going thing. It's constant. And so just to get a little slice of that is it's obviously going to leave you with a bad perception. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like um, for me, it's really important. Like the reason that I feel like I don't really feel like, oh, immediate sparks. Like if I'm like talking to someone is because like for me, I think that the spark or like some kind of chemistry it's just gonna or it should just naturally develop over time and like when I'm getting to know this person and also maybe I just have like bad judgment because I feel like (laughs) if right off the bat I'm like oh this person is perfect I'm like that's like impossible nobody can be perfect when you're first talking to them I think that's the thing that we get so blinded by this initial um, infatuation that we often disregard you know reality and we just we just go with fiction. You yeah, know, I agree. Settle with that. So what would you recommend to any of our listeners who are hearing this and they're like, oh my gosh, like I compare all my relationships to this impossible like movie TV show standard? Um, I think when you do that, you're going to always set yourself up for failure. No matter what, um, if you always compare what you have in front of you to something that's scripted and something that's fictional, um, you're going to get disappointed without, you know, without a doubt. But um, just comparing it to other previous, you know, romantic infatuations is also, it's, I wouldn't say deadly, but it's detrimental. Um, You should consider all relationships, all flings considered within, (laughs) you know, their own context, right? That's the Um, name of my show. (laughs) (laughs) Got to work it in somehow. Um, but yeah, um, if you if you feel that initial infatuation and you want it to continue, then make the effort. Mm-hmm. Don't just rely on that initial spark to keep it going. Um, that's not going to work. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that if you feel something for this person like right away, that's like so cool. And I'm sure that's like really rare. 
Um, but you should definitely keep it up and try to get to know them more like as the person instead of just like um, what's it called as like oh this image you made up in your head of them stuff like that yeah I, I agree entirely and often too many people get stuck in this trap um, especially nowadays with the state of um, romance and how people just want their instant gratification without really like developing a good solid base to build upon um, everyone wants it right here right now and you know sometimes there's nothing wrong with that mm -hmm. but at the same time you have to consider that that doesn't always lead to something that's long-standing something that's stable yeah yeah I totally agree I think that what you're saying about like the instant gratification thing is so true especially like not to quote like the old people here but like millennial like hookup culture <laughs> i feel like that's really true it's like it kind of goes back to like my last episode was about rebounds and how like mm. most people tend to or like a lot of people tend to just after one relationship like kind of dies they'll go on to the next thing because like it feels like what's best for them right. but i feel like it's always um better to just like take your time with things and like don't get so caught up on like the first initial impression of someone you know yeah and i couldn't agree i couldn't agree <laughs> more with that you know having seen both sides of the coin um i could i could safely say that developing that in fact not that infatuation but those emotions and um, those feelings and thoughts for each other is a lot more better than just simply relying on that initial spark yeah so um I'm a pry into your romantic history for Go a little ahead. bit, but <laughs> what happened with the other relationship that did just start off with like these sparks flying? And okay, so another another dimension to it is that it was also long distance. Oh. So that that was one of the factors that kind of made or that helped, I guess I should say, that helped um, just the feelings dissipate over time. It's just the fact that. Um, we weren't able to see each other as often, you know, our schedules didn't really match up. Um, so that just took its toll. And over time, it just wore it down. You know, it wasn't like a a big grand finale. It just kind of ended with a whimper, you know, oh. which is kind of sad in a way. But at the same time, um, I'm still hopeful for, you know, things to come, I guess. You know, yeah, so yeah. what it is. I'm sure. Yeah. So, oh, I thought it ended like worse than that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know, like, how did it feel when you first, like, had met this person? Wait, so did you meet them? Were they always long distance? Or, like, it started off, like, you were together at well, first and then? it started, it, it kind of, we met on Twitter, interestingly oh, enough. Oh, really? Yeah, we met on Twitter, and, um, one time, this wasn't when I was at UCI, this was, I was back home, but uh -huh. I happened to be visiting UCI for a reason, so I told her, hey, we should meet up. So we did, and when we hung out, um, I went to her apartment, and, um, but we went to go see improv here on campus oh, okay. and just the connection and the sparks and the conversation that we had was just, you know, it was infatuating. And ever since then, we just kind of developed something more. But as I said, um, just the distance between everything was just really detrimental to the health, to the health of the relationship. And it eventually just kind of faltered, I guess. Oh, OK. Yeah. So do you think like with your first initial impression of her, um, did that did it match up to what you were seeing throughout the relationship as well or that kind of changed too? I feel like it did match up 
but at the same time it didn't give me like a full three-dimensional picture mm. you know so in other words what i saw was just one one dimension of it but then you know as i went on i saw the other two and so it's not necessarily that i was deceived it's just that i didn't see the full picture mm-hmm. you know and sometimes we need to do that you know we need to see both sides of the coin we need to consider everything it was just like you after the initial impression you just kind of started actually seeing her as a person huh yes yeah and i started seeing myself as a person you know within the relationship dynamic and just kind of well maybe not like in the heat of the moment (laughs) but you know reflecting back upon it it's um it's really introspective just to know that you can't always maintain that initial spark sometimes you know obviously sometimes feelings might dissipate a little bit mm-hmm. but you have to use that as an excuse to you know keep building and just yeah. keep keep it going keep the flame alive i feel like you bring up another like really important point um that actually someone did want me to address this too is like how to keep the spark alive and i feel like yeah what it does come down to is just continue getting to know them as a person so i really like what you're saying about how like you um even though your initial impression of this girl was like it was um the it was true you still continued to get to know like her other dimensions and then finally she was like a real person you know um so i think yeah like that is important to keeping a spark alive is just like be interested in the person in front of you and like don't um don't always have that first initial impression of them as like the only thing you're thinking of yeah and um i could i could kind of see this within my own parents like my dad is still super lovey-dovey with my mom he still holds her hand and oh wow you know opens doors for her pulls out her chair they cook together they clean together and it's 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 really so that just established like a really high i guess i don't know it put put the bar pretty high for me um but then again you know if (laughs) i compare my own relationships uh, to what my parents have i'm going to be disappointed yeah yeah no that's true yeah yeah so it sounds like your parents do a lot of i'm sure they put in a lot of work to still be as like loving towards each other as they are now yes and i think a big part of it is communication and equity Mm -hmm. um instead of just uh, having one partner always lead share, share ideas communicate with each other um try to figure things out with each other instead of just taking the lead you know I I that's very important yeah i think that's really important too um so okay we we don't have like a lot of time left but do you have any last minute things you want to tell our audience mm, last minute things um, thank you for having me on the show. Oh, yeah. Thank you for being my guest. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. I'm glad we matched on Tinder. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. I don't have much to finish off the episode either, but um, now you all know how we feel about the spark. And um, if you're out there listening to this and you're still very pro spark, um, good for you. But just remember to keep getting to know the people that you're making fires with or whatever rekindle all your fires basically yeah um so yeah thanks for listening everyone and uh don't forget to tune in next week i'm here every monday from 4 to 4 30 um 
Once again, this is All Flings Considered, and this is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Katrina, and the next people who are up is um, Campus News. So, yeah, talk to you all next week. Bye.